We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The NBA is back. Where else can a city this loud be this left on? And 30 feet is still in range. Where else is history? Still in the make. The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. Now this is Ram football right here. This is the Ram football. The lead comes over. Peters comes over. You get sued. Brandon Cooks comes over. I mean, you guys are loaded. Yeah. I like it. What better place to do it in, in L.A.? This is one of the hottest teams in the National Football League. We're going to win games. When you got a running back like I do, you got a front seven like I do now. Ooh. That's kind of what makes us pros, man. We can handle change fast, you know. The Rams. The Rams. The Rams. Rampage. Radio. Radio. You're listening to Rampage Radio Podcast. Here are your hosts, J-Rob and Jay. J-Rob and Jay. What's good? What's good? Welcome to Rampage Radio Podcast. This is your boy J-Rob right here. What's up, guys? This is Jay. Hope you guys are having a great week. What's up, baby? How was your week? This is what winning feels like. (laughs) I mean, my week was fantastic. The weekend was obviously much better. Um last update about the thyroid cancer stuff i got the scan amen full full body scan and there's nothing left of thyroid cancer in my body thanks be the lord i mean just so thankful for that thank you jesus all right weekend dude this is the best start i've ever seen since i've been a fan of the rams 2006 i have to keep reminding people that I was not a fan during the greatest show on turf of the NFL or anybody in general until I had Mark Bolger, Steven Jackson, and Torrey Holt on my fantasy team. No one cares. (laughs) No one cares. But watching this team, all this talk about this team going 16-0, that's great and all. But I'm on the McVay bandwagon as I have been since he got hired, which is let's take it one step at a time. Cliche, right? So I guess you're saying that your weekend was good. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Can you not hear it in my voice? How was your weekend? Man, my weekend was good too. Uh, hung out with some friends. Um, Seems like you hanging out with friends like every weekend. That's what I do. So that's what you're supposed to do, man. Hanging out with people you care about. That's right. Enjoying enjoying some good time. Uh, Sunday, particularly, it was awesome. My travel team had a scrimmage. Uh, we played good. Next That afternoon, we went up to uh, Buddy's house and we grilled out. Um, had a good afternoon um, hanging out. So, all in all, great weekend. Rams played well. Uh, Seminoles got a win. Um, go Noles, baby. So Let's Seminoles go. Got a dub. And uh, yeah, so we're back at it. Here we are recording on a Tuesday night, just hanging out, watching the bottom of the fir- excuse me, the top of the first of the World Series here, Boston, LA. Who do you got in the World Series, bro? I'm taking Boston. Yeah, give me Boston as well. I want Boston. I think they're going to win, and I also want them to win. I mean, I'm not pulling for them, but I'd like to see them win over L.A. just because 
And it's kind of weird being an LA Rams fan because yeah. you're like, uh, I'm going against LA when my team is. There might located. be some people that are listening that are Dodgers fans, but and that's great. They should be. No shade. All right, yeah, you guys are a great team, but um, I don't think you're gonna win the World Series. There it is. All right. Uh, hey, make sure to go follow us at Rampage Radio Podcast. Well, at Rampage Radio Pod for the Rampage Radio Podcast, and at Talk Rams for. Ramstock. Yep. You know, we're also on iTunes, so subscribe, rate us five stars. It'd be great if you guys could, you know, leave a little message there since the one I left is still currently there. And for those of you guys that have reached out on the DMs, we appreciate it. Uh, We love it when you guys are are reaching out, asking us questions, and just commenting on the show means a lot to us. So y'all keep that up as well. Also, facebook.com slash Ramstock. Yep. Great website. Ramstock. Tell them about Ramstock, man. We love Ramstock. Man, Derek C. Apollo, Norm Hightower. If you guys haven't checked them out, you take a listen. And Budding Heads. Have you listened to their newest yes. podcast with, they, with Mark yeah. Bolger? Oh, dude. Well, how about the one they did with the joint with the uh, Downtown Rams? Really? Yeah, they did the joint and it was it came out pretty good in my opinion. That's legit. Absolutely. I mean, it's like obviously on the Rams forums. I was kind of dogging downtown downtown Rams a little bit. You know, I was aggravated, whatever. It don't matter. That stuff's in the past. But go. I listened to that podcast, and Jake's a good dude. He worked hard over there, and we're all Ram, Ramley, as they say. We yeah, Ramley, man. horns up. That's what they say. Yes, sir. And so, but it, it was good. So if you guys haven't checked that out, be sure to go do that. Uh, but, man, I love being a part of Rams Talk, dude. Um, and it's been great for us. And it's been a really good relationship so far, and it's only going to continue to get better. So, uh, man, let's jump right into this game, dude. All right, listen. 7-0. and The feeling is... Go ahead. You're riding on Cloud 9? I'm riding on Cloud 9 right now. You like just, I said. You just know that, I mean, you just it, it feels great knowing that this team is, is one of... They're, they're extremely talented. They're just a fun watch, you know, that they, they play the game the right way. I mean, you're looking at this San Francisco game and that's something I was going to bring up later, but you have these starters playing late into the game, man. Like, and they were playing hard. Those guys are up 30 points and these guys are hustling, chasing the ball down, getting after the passer. I mean, in a, in a world where players are often worried about themselves, their yeah. health, the Rams, dude, these guys are playing the game the right way. And it's, it's, you know, it's been awesome to watch. Uh, we're going to talk about that game. We're going to talk about the Green Bay game coming up this week. Uh, we got a new segment this week. We're, we're going to throw out here. We're going to call it, we call it the prospect watch. You know, I'm a big college football guy. J Rob's also a big college football guy. So we, we're kind of coming. Lo- I'm becoming more since now I'm in Atlanta. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're, we're looking out there across the country and, Kind of prepping us for for what 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 are we looking for for the Rams? What do the Rams need? Uh, maybe there's a prospect or two. We're gonna to try to highlight at least one prospect a week. Um, you know, maybe get us ready for the draft. Uh, as you know, teams are making trades out there. We saw the Oakland trade. People are getting ready for the draft. Amari Cooper to dig him. Dallas. It's crazy. So we're gonna we're gonna get on that prospect watch. We got Easy Money as always, which Easy Money was balling again this week. Dude, you killed it. Pay attention and get yourself some money. I'm out here just, I need a rake, okay? <laughs> just raking that shit in. And then uh, we're going to be out. So, all right, let's lock in here. San Francisco, huge win, 45 to 10. Not even close. This this wasn't the game that I thought we were going to do in Seattle. We talked about this last week, and I was like, I wasn't, uh, and it was, it was because the, the Niners played so well in Green Bay. You thought that, you know, maybe they were, you know, becoming gonna, better. Yeah, they were going to feed off of that. Up. Yeah, they were going to feed off of that game and bring it into this game, and they that couldn't have been, you know, more false. And uh, when you take a look overall, what happened? The Rams' defense locked locked up. They stopped the run again, and uh, they defended the pass pretty well. They and and I said it. You heard me say it two weeks ago. You heard me say it last week, and I'm going to say it again. But this time, I'm saying it as fact. This Rams defense has heated up at, with the with the pass rush and starting to you know defend the run. Now, now though, this is the time when you have to heat up going yeah. up against Rodgers and Breeze and Wilson again, and then uh, Mahomes coming up. I mean, that's what we're looking at, and we still ain't gonna have to leave for any of those games. So you got Troy Hill who made a big play, John Johnson made a big play, Corey Littleton. Phew, 
Dude, don't get me started about Littleson. All right, we've been saying that dude's name for the past month, okay? But you have these guys starting to play well and starting to figure it out. As you would expect, being 7-0 and at the midway point of the season almost. I mean, that that's what you would expect. And so this game was no different. They blew these dudes out of the water. These guys had no shot of winning this game. And... It was it was apparent who the better team is. It's apparent who's going to win the division, and it's apparent who's hopefully going to have a first round bye. I mean, we can can we start talking about playoff seeding now? I mean, no. I think that's easily safe to say that they could potentially have a first round bye. The numbers are already there. You can't lie, right? So, but overall, like I said, offense played well, defense played well. I was surprised that the offense uh, had five more minutes of time of possession, but you look at the statistics. Jared Goff only had like 24 attempts, 25 attempts. Todd Gurley only had like 15 attempts. But then your boy Malcolm Brown came in and did work, which we'll get into. What did you see, though, overall? Yeah, I mean, a great effort on both sides. Um, you know, you watch the game, and, and what caught my attention more than anything was, you know, all those takeaways, I man, all those big plays. You had the the, the, the strip sack by Ibukam, um, the, the rip of the ball by Aaron Donald on that fumble, the block a punt. And you had two picks to kind of in the second half. So um, j- just the overall tenacity the defense played with at going after the ball. They valued the ball. Yes. And, and and they weren't just going to tackle the guy with the ball. They were trying to rip that ball out. And that's a skill. It's, 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 there's teams out there that will tackle and they'll try to get the guy down. And there's teams out there that are hunting for that ball. The Rams have really developed that mindset on defense. And, you know, it just changed. It, it took the, the, the 49ers out of the game early. Um, you know, so that, that was one thing that caught my attention. Is it, um, but is that not a Wade defense that we're watching now, like starting to come together? Wade is all about having two stud corners, which obviously we're down one and don't still don't, still don't know what the health is of Marcus Peters. Obviously he's healthy enough to play. He played pretty well. We didn't see his face or his name the entire game, except you did see. I don't know if you saw it, but I saw at the end of the game, my man's wearing horns. Did you see that picture? He's posted up on Instagram. He, almost like how Miami wears that big old chain. Yeah, my the you know University of Miami turnover chain. Yeah, dude. So screw them. Screw them. <laughs> Peters is wearing wearing all that stuff, and so you did see Peters in that light, but uh. When you don't hear guys' names, you you said it last week. Oh, we didn't hear his name. That's a good thing. Yeah. And we didn't hear Peter's name. Uh, you know, I was listening. And I, when I watched the game for the second time today, I, I didn't catch this the first time. But it was middle of the third quarter. And only they only had one completion to a wide receiver. Into the middle of the third quarter. Well, that's because your boy George Kittle's the straight shredding dude. Is, well, Kittle is clearly their best player on offense. But... And when else they, they'd also throw the ball to the fullback, and I'm not I'm forgetting his name, but it, it that secondary locked down. Okay? Jerzik, Kajerzik. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's just a combination of, of that that front four just getting after the quarterback, Aaron Don, with it, you know, bunch of sacks as we, we're going to talk about here in a minute. But question, answer. What what happened? Which to, bear uh, is best? Uh, what did you say? <laughs> I said, which bear is best? I don't know which bear is best. False. Bear eats Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> what is dude, that from? The Office, bro. Come on, oh, you dude, I'm not that far. I'm not that far along All in the right, episodes, man. For you guys man. out there, my brother is, is just hopping on the Office. So I, I thought he'd jump I, on listen, there with I'm me, in but. season six, dude. I, I haven't even reached where Michael's leaves the show yet. Bear, be- hey, you're gonna ruin it for all these people. <laughs> you already told me that. No, no, it's not a surprise. He's not on that show. Well, all listen, right, my listen, bad. I, my question. Question. What happened to Marquise Goodwin? They they only targeted that dude one time, and Troy Hill defended him. That was yeah. it. Oh, that was it. We were. They didn't even. It's. They didn't even take any shots. Really. I mean, it took the one shot. It took like one shot, and I don't. Maybe they just didn't think that they could block it up. But the way that defensive line was getting after, they had no time to develop those plays. That was that was crazy, man. But all in all, Rams great showing. Defense balled out. Offense kept it rolling. Hopefully, Cooper Cup will be back. Um, but you know, you, you're getting some very consistent production out of your other wide receivers. Cooks is doing his thing. Robert Woods. Oh my gosh. Ram on the radar last week, Robert Woods balling. Um, obviously, and you know what you have in Todd Gurley. So, um, it's, you know, great, great show and it's fun to watch and, uh, ready to go again for next week. Yeah, uh, so let's go ahead and just take a quick peek at the defense, what they did against San Francisco. And obviously the Ram on the radar this week is, Clearly, none other than probably your defensive MVP again, 
Aaron Donald. And uh, let's take a quick listen to what McVay had to say about him. I think just the consistency at which he plays. You know, you talk about a guy that's playing, you know, with all-out effort that has unbelievable talent. One of the plays that really stands out, if you go into the third quarter when it's 32-7 to on a field goal block, watching the effort as he's trying to knife through there, you know, just the way that he plays, he's relentless is, is one of the best ways that you can put it. But, um, you know, really I thought our defense as a whole was relentless. But Aaron, you know, I, I knew he had a really productive day. But then when you go back and you just tally up all the plays that he made and how he's getting there and affecting and influencing the, the, the game in a variety of ways from his position was, was really impressive. But that's why he's the man. Yeah, I don't know if there's a better way to describe Aaron Donald than just saying point blank, he's the man. I mean, people across the country, across the world have been saying this guy's the man. That using that phrase to, to describe awesome people and awesome players. So he is the man. And uh so glad we got him locked up for the foreseeable future, man. That's it's he's gonna be a beast for a long time. I mean, we underpaid that dude. Underpaid, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the word on the street yeah, is right, right now. Yeah, underpaid that dude. But, you know, this guy was all over the place. And even when he was not in on a play, he was still in on a play. And, uh, man, he, he just created pressures all over the place. And in particular, here's your throws. He'll go down. May have been Donald. Regardless, another Rams sledgehammer. Third sack by the L.A. defense. Pushing back to the 16-yard line. Here comes the Niner punting unit. He was everywhere, everywhere. And, and that fed to Brockers being good. That fed to Ibukam also being good and making a play. That led to Sue pushing fools back straight the pocket, freaking straight back into the quarterback's lap, which allowed your secondary to be better than it has been the past, you know, three games outside of last week, right? Yeah, no, I mean, that front four is was greatly affected by Aaron. I mean, AD, you know, he he's not only is he making huge impact plays, he's drawing double teams all the time. He's letting these guys get freed up. And um, you watching guys like Corey Littleton be able to roam around and make tackle after tackle and making big plays because th- that front four, particularly Aaron Donald, is, is, is letting him... Uh, stay clean. So it's it's been a lot of fun to watch, man. It, that dude's a beast, and Sean McVay was was all over it. He he knows what he has in Aaron Donald, and he's used to seeing these big plays. Backer, Lynch with the block at the right tackle, but then they come through, leaking through, and they bring him down. He had Donald. He may have been the first, but man, it was a meet at the quarterback fourth set today, and they're back to the sixteen. Then you look at a boy like John Johnson. My, who is the dude I say could be the Rams MVP on the defensive side of the ball? Obviously, a dark horse because we all know what Aaron Donald brings you, dude. I mean, it's going to be tough to outplay Aaron Donald. But John Johnson making an aggressive interception, and that's two games in a row where my man's had a pick. Uh, and he leads the league with three. And that's obviously due or predicated upon the pressure at the D line, the outside linebacker position, which is getting better. And what do you have? Four in the second area for the Rams. Beckett hit and brought down. Sack. Right there. Brockers was one of them. And then Donald was the other. Donald has been incredible. Six sacks today by the Ram defense. So, and a bunch of huge plays going on in that back end. We talked about it earlier. Um, You were high on Corey Littleton. Um, Yes, I, I was. I've been watching him. But the last two weeks, man, he has been a beast, running people down all over the field. He he making plays on special team. He blocks the huge punt. Um, he's just impressed the hell out of me, man. And I'm I'm really happy that we have him. I, I think the you know the front office and Sean McVay knew that he could fill those that that void that uh, Ogletree Tree left. So all in all, man, he's been a dude. And some of those other guys in the secondary, Troy Hill with a huge pick, man, and he's he's played well. Him and Sam Shields, those guys in the back end. Obviously, Joyner's doing his thing. And it's no surprise, your boy Aaron Donald. Third down and four. Beckett with a right check. Donald, number four. Four today by that man, Aaron Donald. Reigning defensive player of the year. 
Seventh sack authored by that Ram defense. And the Niners have got to punt again. Those guys are really starting to play together as a unit. And, you know, it's been it's been awesome. I think that they're going to be tested here soon. So I'm excited oh, yeah. to see those matchups coming forward. Yeah. Starting next week. Yeah. Starting next week, you know. and But, again, it's because of that pressure and because of, you know, none other than the man leading the way. Boston won. Dodger zero already in the bottom of the first. Here we go. He's calling the score when everyone's going to know the game. <laughs> Damn it. That's your move. All right. All right. Um, so anything else with this game? You want to keep it moving? Um, the offense, we didn't talk about offense a whole lot, but, you know, status quo. These guys are going up and down the field. Very, very uh, clever play calling once again. I love how the, the Rams are getting uh, – Cooks involved in the jet sweep game, the motion game. He's um, cutting up field. You know, he's not trying to go outside as much. They did that. Robert Woods did that one time. Yeah. And uh, Cooks did that one time where they had an opportunity to to bounce it outside. And they're like, you know what? Let's just go get this four or five yards, you know, and they cut it immediately upfield. Speed kills, dude. Yeah. And when you're setting up blocks and tackles, you know, Rob Havenstein, who got paid already this year, as we all know. Guys are playing at a high level. This offensive line was was once again very good. DeForest Bunkner, he made a couple of plays. Yeah. We we knew he was going to make a couple of plays. And they're young. We talked about how young that defensive front was, like Solomon Thomas and Bunkner and Armstead, but they were no they had no chance, man. They that were offensive just getting, line, man. We, and we, we 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 pointed out last week how we thought the the 49ers could, could present some problems, but they man, didn't, I didn't really. see it, man. They, once again, the Rams O line was getting great push. Gurley was getting ahead of his team, going through the holes. Even on the first touchdown, you you know, you saw a little lame and, and Gurley just knifed right through there for the touchdown and he just gashed him. I mean, he wasn't even touched most of the time yeah. until like five yards after being beyond the line of scrimmage. So it was, you know, another great performance by this offensive line and uh offense as a whole, golf once again, uh, you know, he's he's Consistent. We, 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 he showed flashes of being an, uh, an elite style of quarterback, but he's starting to just stack good performances upon good performances upon good performances. And man, uh, the Rams are Rams are looking really good on both sides. And you just kind of want to just hold, slow things down, try not to get too excited. But you don't want to peak too early. You know, you just want to just keep your head down and, and and get get to the next bye week and and stay healthy. Um, and just, you know, play better next week. You got two tough teams coming up with Green Bay and then the Chiefs. Do you think that the the Rams will look ahead of the Green Bay? You got the big matchup next week in, in Mexico. You know, hopefully we don't look past the Green Green, Green Bay Packers because Aaron Rodgers, you know, he'll keep them in the game. Well, we still, yeah, we still got, not to, you know, say, oh, you're wrong, but the Chiefs are still a couple weeks down the line here. What? Yeah, yeah, they're not, they're not right away. Why you do got I think Green, they're next week? You got, Green, you got Green Bay, and then right after Green Bay, then you have the Saints, then you have Seattle at home, then you go to the Chiefs well, in Mexico City. I sound like an idiot. No, it's okay. It's all right because your point is this. We have a tough stretch coming up. Yes. And we're going to really see what this defensive secondary looks like, uh, which I honestly think that they're going to be pretty good, but I still think they're going to get gashed up a little bit, man, yeah. because you're talking about a Hall of Fame first ballot dude in, in uh, Aaron Rodgers, and you're still talking about Russell Wilson, who can kill you, who I undervalued. Uh, the first time we played them, and Drew Brees is also a first ballot Hall of Fame player. So with the guys like Michael Thomas and you know Kamara. guys who, and Kamara, so it's like I still think the secondary is going to get gashed up a little bit. But if this defensive line and those outside linebackers continue to improve and continue to do what they've been doing, it's not going to be as bad as what we've seen. It's just not because the the D line is doing their job, which allows the secondary obviously to be better. You know, yeah, it's uh, so yeah, I had the schedule there wrong there, but like you said, Drew Brees ain't no pushover in two weeks, so uh, it ain't like Aaron Rodgers ain't no pushover this week, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all right, so all in all, great win versus San Francisco. We're gonna take a quick break when we get back, we're gonna lock in on the Green Bay Packers and uh, see what it's gonna take to beat those guys. As always, thanks for listening to the Rampage Radio Podcast. Rampage Radio Podcast. And we are back on the Rampage Radio Podcast. Thanks, as always, for checking us out. Tell your friends. 
Tell your family. Tell them all. Tell everybody. We out here talking about the Rams. All right, get you ready for all these games. Recapping the games. Getting ready for the next games. Um, hit us up on Twitter at Rampage Radio Pod and at Talk Rams for Rams Talk. That's it. That's it. So yes. Keep dude, it in movie, on, man. You're, you're on a roll with that. I think I got a flow going with, with, the, with, with the Twitter handle here. But um, staying true to what we're here for, let's talk about Green Bay Packers, man. One guy can beat you. One guy can beat you yeah. by himself. And, and, and that guy is is Aaron Rodgers. And uh, he's a bad, bad boy. You're never, never out of a game when you have a guy like that. You have a guy like Aaron Rodgers or you have a guy like Tom Brady. You are never out of a game. Or Can we throw Drew Brees in that mix too? Sure. I mean, you're never out. We're talking about three Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And... We're, fa- we're facing one of them coming up, and this dude is stupid good. Injuries and everything. How how much toughness and grit does that guy have? I mean, remember when he went down against Chicago? Oh my God that that is one of the the one of the best clips I had I had seen was when he got hurt. He came back. They won the game on, on a field goal and all that stuff. And then they interviewed him after the game. Tell me you saw the interview. I, I did. Clearly, of course, of this, course. Aaron Rodgers was drugged up. His pupils were super dilated. <laughs> he was, he was, they asked him what was going on. He goes, my knee, man, my knee. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't, man, you got to check that out. Maybe we'll tweet it out from the account, but it was one of the best highlights out there. And, uh, you know, the fact that this guy who is clearly under the influence c- can lead a football team down the field with a bunch of makeshift wide receivers and no running back. And it just, you know, this guy's a, a bad dude. Everyone knows it. It's not a secret. I, I don't know if if it was up to me as much as, as everyone knows how good Tom Brady is. Now, Aaron Rodgers might be the best player in the league. I mean, he he's a bad dude. So He's scary good, and he is a nightmare for any defense. I don't care how good your defense is. Yeah. I don't care how good you played the previous week, and I don't care how good your defense has played the entire season. When you face Aaron Rodgers, and then let, let's be let's put it bluntly here, their offensive line is not the greatest offensive line. And I mean, just, it's it's yeah. not, and they're gonna have problems with our defensive line. I mean, they are. It's gonna happen. But when you have a guy who can still escape the pocket and who can read defenses and make throws that you just don't see every day or every weekend. He's going to make plays, as Sean McVay calls the off-scheduled plays, because he does that so well. He's like Big Ben, Brett Favre. No, let's not even compare him to anybody. He's freaking Aaron Rodgers, man. That's who he is. He's Aaron Rodgers, and he's coming into town, and we're going to have to be prepared. We're going to have to get after him and get him on the ground because this dude can beat you by himself, just as you said. Yeah, um, you know, He's a guy that that he seems to always be able to feel pressure better than anyone, escape the pocket. He's amazing on the run. He's he's sneaky, athletic. Uh, he can get you a first down with his legs. Um, you know, he he's just a great player, man. He, he's. I think we're gonna look back at this this window in time with all these great quarterbacks, and you know, he might be the one that we might remember above all him and him and Tom Brady, and um, but. I hate that we got to face him this week, but I think the Rams are still in great shape to win this game. Yes. Uh, they're just the better overall team. Um, but and they, they got a running game that Green Bay doesn't really have. I no. mean, you're talking about running backs, you know, that, that are in and out. They use, you know, two primary running backs and Ty Montgomery, you know, Ty Montgomery being one of those guys and Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams, who's you know, those guys are both respectable players. Yeah. They really are. Um, the guys that you have to worry about. It's going to be Jimmy Graham and Devontae Adams. True. I mean, the tight ends have killed the Rams this year so far. Uh, Kittle even last week. Yeah. As easy as last week. And we talked about this. I told you, I was like, oh, no, you're going to see Barron on on George Kittle. We did not see that. We saw Ibukam on him. We saw Littleton on him some. Barron didn't really man up against Kittle. And I think this week is when you, 
You gotta get you gotta get a guy on 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 Graham. You have to. And John Johnson's put him on there. It's it's gotta be one of your physical guys that can that can bump and run, that can run with them and be physical at the point of attack. You know when the ball is in flight. I really don't think that they've they've like really developed some great chemistry at this point in time. I mean, it doesn't matter, dude. We're I'm, still talking about Jimmy Graham and Aaron Rodgers. And, and well, I'm not saying they're not capable of having a good game, but you know, I guess I expected at this point. You know, considering the lack of wide receivers that they have, that oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe... dude, listen, Geronimo Allison's a good player. Yeah, Randall Geron- Cobb's still a good player. He's old, and Devontae Adams is as good as they get. He's right got now. one guy. He's got one guy. You know, the Rams I, got three. I disagree. G- G- again, Geronimo Allison's still a good player, man. He's, he's averaging fifteen point two yards per reception, and he's got two touchdowns. I mean, two touchdowns, that's, that's, dude. That's only seven games. that's only because he was hurt past two games. Okay, so I mean, the guy's a good player. He's hurt the past two games. Does that mean he's going to be back full strength and threatening to hurt the Rams? Mm, I'm not concerned with him right now. He's not a guy that's I'm I'm scared of. You put any wide receiver out there, you, you could be in trouble because of Aaron Rodgers. Let's just keep it. Let's just keep the bare bones there. I mean, Allison's got what? I'm looking at here. He's got 19 catches, dude. 19 catches in less than 300 yards. Do I like his potential? Yeah, he's a big target, all that stuff. But yeah, I'm not scared of him right now. It's like you said, Devontae's their guy. He's got 71 targets compared to Geronimo's 29. I know injuries are playing a role here. Um, and, and, and Jimmy Graham. So, like you're saying, you know, the, how do you think the Rams are going to cover Jimmy Graham? Do you, do you think that you know Aaron Rodgers is going to be looking his way a lot? Um, he's gonna. I think he will because Devontae of, and Peters should be a nice, nice matchup. I, I think you know. You think Peters is going to follow him around? I mean, I would. I would like that. I just don't. Again, we're still questioning the health of of Peters right now, and uh, it, it's just it, we don't we don't know anything, but. Uh, Somebody's going to be getting tested. Yeah. And that's for sure. But, but the defensive line of the Rams, they're going to get after Aaron Rodgers. If we want to say, let's take you, you always hear the phrase, let's make him one dimensional, right? Well, the, the Packers don't really have a run game to really truly worry about. So the play actions and the, you know, things like that, the Rams should not be duped. Into looking at one of those running backs on draw plays or or screens per se, you you will you should look for the screen though because Aaron Rodgers is a mobile quarterback even at his current state. They they screen as as good as anyone. Uh, their screen game has always been good. Um, Rodgers sells it well. He he understands the flow of it, the timing of it. Um, so the Rams could over pursue and be susceptible to a screen or two. I, I could see that happening in this game, especially knowing that. If you can't block those guys up front, you might as well just let them through and, and let the offensive alignment get downfield. Right, so I, right. I think the Rams could maybe should be looking out for a couple of these screenplays right. this week. But let me interrupt you because the way they're all linebackers are playing right now, especially Corey Littleton uh, next to Barron, those guys are fast and they are head hunting. And those guys can, you know, stop screenplays and read those screenplays. Wade's going to have the defense as best prepared as he can utilizing every guy at his maximum potential we know that we've seen that now and we just want to build off of what we've done you know last week against san francisco and bring that into this week it's just a lot harder because of aaron Rodgers, obviously but like i said dude i mentioned it earlier in the podcast dude this defensive line is heating up dude they're they're hot right now and aaron donald and them they're ready to get after aaron Rodgers. and i said this against russell wilson we have to have those outside linebackers contained. Got to have them contained because, as you said, Aaron Rodgers is dangerous when he's on the run and he escapes the pocket. So we really need to see the outside linebackers contained and be able to uh, make sure that he don't get loose out there. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I think that, that the Rams' defense will be prepared, obviously, and Rodgers is going to get his. They're going to score some points. They're going to make some plays. Well, um, dude, he's I, got twelve. He's got twelve touchdowns and one interception right now. Oh, yeah. And and dude, let let's let's look at this. They're fourth in the league with four hundred and twenty one passing yards per game, averaging out. And oh, or excuse me, that's total yards. They're averaging three hundred seventeen passing yards right now. But 
the run, they're 20th with 103.7. So they will try to keep you honest on the run, which they should do, especially early on. But notice how we're not really talking about the Rams offense against the Packers defense yet. Yeah. Why? Because of what they've been able to do. Oh, yeah. And that's what I was going to get to here is that I, this whole dynamic of the game could change if the if the Rams get out to a good start because as good as Aaron Rodgers is, you know that team is not built to just come from behind. And if I think the Rams get out like a good start, like they just did last week against the Niners, uh, like they've done a couple other times, I think that um, you know the Rams will be, be in good shape. Their offense is so powerful. I, I'm honestly, I'm really not worried about this game because I think the Rams offense is. You're gonna, not worried about this game. I mean, not not worried. I'm not. I think the Rams are going to win the game. I, I think the Rams are going to win. I mean, I'm I not, think they're going to win too. But I, I mean, you want to make another bet? You, I, you haven't had a whole lot of success in this area. Well, no, not, well, that's because I'm I'm, am, I'm not even amateur level yet. I'm like rookie level. I mean, it ain't about bet. This I'm is just, about being I, a fan, dude. I'm just saying, saying you got to be a, a senior better to have success. I understand that. I just know when you have Aaron Rodgers back there, and obviously we see the wide receivers a little bit differently for the Green Bay Packers. I'm not, I'm not counting that, them out at all. And you, we both said that already. And uh, I'm not necessarily saying that. Oh yeah, the Ram, uh, the Rams should win. I feel like we're gonna win. Yes, yes. Well, I do feel like that, but I also feel like we could easily lose just as much as we could win. All right. So if if you think it's that close, then how about we? We put another bet out there, and here's here's why. Here, let me, before before we put that bet out, bet out there, this is why their defense is an average defense. But listen, they're eighth in the league with only giving up 328 yards per game. They're fifth in the league, giving up an average of 211 passing yards per game. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a very pass happy offense in the Rams, which obviously they're getting back to the run. Some we've seen that. And we mentioned Malcolm Brown. We're probably going to see some more of Malcolm Brown, obviously, depending on how the game goes. But the fact that they're good against the pass, if they shut down the pass, we got to expect Gurley to go off again, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to shut down the pass, but, you know, it's it's nice to turn around and Maybe hit. not shut it down, but contain it. They limit it. You know, uh, um, I think Todd Gurley won't be a. I think he'll be a, a big part of this offense, not necessarily as he has been. Yeah, not necessarily the uh, the second option there, but um, you know, I, I just think the Rams are going to score. I I've, I know the numbers are their secondaries top five, like you said. I think the Rams, you know, they're throwing it really well. The offense line's protecting it, and uh, I guess I'm, I'm just not as high on them as a team. Um, you look at, you know, the Rams are home. Green Bay's have to travel all the way out west. Um, I think what what often happens is you you look at a team with one great player like Aaron Rodgers, and I think it's easy to kind of think that that whole team is really good just because they have one great player. You look at their record: they're three and three, two and one. They're zero and two on the road. Now they got to travel across the country and play a Rams team that's six and zero. Um, excuse me, seven and zero, and they're. Playing really good football. Yes. The line right now is nine and a half. So That's you're telling me that you, you think that the 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 Green Bay Packers are going to keep it close, closer than that. And this is the bet that you started talking about. Well, I'm about saying, before. yeah. I mean, you think it's, if you think it's a coin flip game that the Rams might lose this one at home. Well, as you said, dude, it could go in either way. If the Rams get off to a fast start, which they've shown that they can do a lot, then it, it that becomes that bet almost becomes null and void because they get out there and they start giving the ball to Todd Gurley all over the place. And the you know, you have the Packers who give up 116 rushing yards per game. It could easily not be nearly as close as that. But I think because of Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Uh I would pr- I might take Green Bay and the points. Yeah. In this in this scenario. Yeah. Because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no, totally. I um I'll make that bet. I'm usually the the one who's on the conservative side when it comes to Rams, but I just feel like the Packers coming all the way across the country, Aaron Rodgers is legit, but I, I I feel like that defensive line is really hitting its stride and uh, I think I hope maybe, it ain't too early, man. I think maybe they'll 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 settle in and play really well this weekend. So well, that's going to be the interesting thing to see if what what this pack group can do against this defense. Uh, and overall, man, I, like you, we're we're hoping for a win. It's it's 
become expected of us to say, all right, we expect our boys to do a, go out and play a good game, competitive game, execute at a high level, which Sean McVay preaches, and get a win. That's what we're looking at. So moving on, though. Hey, listen, great talk on, on the Green Bay Packers. Uh, let's let's get a final score prediction. We don't really do this all the time. Never. But uh, let's do a final score prediction here. What are you, what are you thinking? I'll go uh, 31-21 Rams. Which would obviously cover the your line there. <laughs> um, I'm going to go 33-28. to 28. All right. That's a, that's a good number, but that's that's what I, that's what I'm gonna go. That's you know, but hey, all right. We told you guys about this new segment we're gonna do, uh, the prospect watch. It's a new thing that we're just doing because we're at the time of the season where a lot of teams, not really the Rams at this point, but a lot of teams, and you go and you look at their forums, and their fans are like, "All right, who are we looking at in the draft?" And the Rams were in that category for the last decade, right outside of last season. At this point of two years ago, we were like, "All right, well, uh, what's it, what draft pick we got right now? If it ended today, you know." And we're not doing that now. So, however, we all know that the Rams' pass rush has been okay, and it looks like it might be starting to get a little bit of movement going, uh, especially with Samson Ibukam, who made another big play, and Trayvon, Trayvon Young, who was cut by the roster and then brought back, uh, made that play on the fumble. So we're going to touch on this guy, though. This is our guy of the week. Why don't you go ahead and introduce him, Jay? So the guy that I've penciled in this week for our prospect, our very first prospect of the week. Homer. Big time Homer pick. For both of us. Um, So you guys know that we're FSU guys. We love Florida State. Grew up Tallahassee, all that stuff. What do the Rams need? They need pressure off the edge. They need an explosive guy off the end. A guy that can go get the quarterback on third down situations. Well, it makes it pretty simple for me because Brian Burns, junior defensive end at Florida State, is leading the country in sacks. He has two, four, six, nine sacks in seven games. And he is extremely explosive off the edge. They got him listed here at 6'5, 240. Um, Why does he not look that big to me? He's on, so on long. TV? He's so long. His arms are really long. His legs are long. Um, you know, he might be playing right now at two thirty. You know, he might be lighter than that. But he, he's by no stretch is he two fifteen, two twenty. Like, he's got some meat to him. Um, he's a very smart player. He knows he gets his hands up when he's not going to get home. He reads the RPO game extremely well. He's quick. He can get out there and make a play. Um, Personally, I wish he'd come back, stay stay for one more year in Tallahassee for Florida State. But um, Mel Kiper has him right now at 14th overall prospect in the country. Um, with that being said, you know it, it, he might not be there when the Rams pick because if the Rams continue to play well, they're going to be picking late in the first round. But it's but still early. There's a this, chance. Yeah. There's a chance that he, I mean, he might not be a top 10 pick. He might he might fall to the mid late rounds and. Um, Is that a guy you would trade up for? You know, just looking at it from in hindsight, you're just thinking, I all mean, right, you're looking at it from a big picture, long ter- long way out. Is this a guy that you think a team would trade up for? Probably. I don't know, dude. That's so subjective. Uh, Which is why I'm asking the question. I mean, I don't know. It depends on what the, you trade would be. I don't, not hard to say that if I would trade up for him. Sure, if you can get him for a great deal, yeah, go, go up there and get him. Um, but... I, I don't think that the Rams are in that dire need. I think if they kind of if he fell to him, it'd be a better situation. Right. Um, for me, looking at across the league, a player that he reminds me of, uh, he reminds me of a uh, Leonard Fournette. I'm sorry, Leonard Floyd. Excuse me from the from the Bears. He reminds me of some kind of a Vic Beasley type for the Falcons. Lighter, athletic, edge. Uh, not the best in run support. You know that kind of could could run right at him. But he, he comes off that edge quick as shit, and he can get in the backfield. And not only does he uh, affect the play, just coming off the edge, um, he knows how to finish, and he knows how to get his hands on the ball, strip the quarterback. He's done it many times this year. So yeah. I think he's going to make a lot of money for somebody. And if he's there, I think he's a guy that the, the Rams could 
take a long look at. Well, to, to me, he could be, you know, obviously a little bit lighter. Let's talk about a guy, you know, last year who has two sacks right now and in a, a forced fumble. Marcus Davenport with the Saints, who we're going to have to deal with here in a couple weeks. I mean, he's not as heavy as Davenport. Davenport's at like 265. But you look at Brian Burns and you say, this dude has room because of his length to put on some weight and and to put on some muscle you know maybe maybe 10 pounds and you're talking about maybe he plays at 245 uh at six five and a half i mean the combine what do you think his combine numbers look like are they going to be like really explosive really athletic is he going to oh, yeah. look good and i think he's going to do the combine is going to help him yeah sure I, he's going to what's he going to run in the he's going to test real well I, I think he'll be a uh four six four seven guy could he, he could run. he equip you know the 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 high four fives? Could he be a uh, four five nine? I don't maybe. Uh, well, he's got a training. I don't know how good he is at starts and all that stuff. But how quick is he off matter. the ball? How quick he's he got he a is. great jump. Gets yeah. off the ball often. Time he's he's crossing the line as soon as the ball, and he just beats the tackle around the edge. Uh, he he is extremely fast. And uh, we'll see if we can get you guys some some highlights out there on the on our Twitter account. Uh, send some stuff out there. So that's him, Brian Burns. Burns. All right, so easy money. Made that money last week, dude. We did, dude. We <laughs> not, did. not me. Not me. You did. Yes, sir. Uh, so let's recap. Patriots minus three at Chicago. That was a lock. Um, Vikings minus three versus the Jets. Tampa in a close one there. Minus two and a half over the Browns. Atlanta, which was my kind of my... my my reach of the week. That was a lot of points. Atlanta minus five and a half versus the Giants, and I felt pretty good about it until the until the last minute there. Yeah. And finally, my dog of the week. I took New Orleans plus three, and they won outright. So four and one on the week. Felt great about it. Um, I did terrible. I took. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I took the Jets. Wrong. And. That's the main one I remember, except for the big dog. I was like, hey, man. No, no, you had Buffalo. I know. I know. <laughs> I, 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 that's what I was about to say. But you took New Orleans getting three points against Baltimore. And I was like, that ain't too much of a dog because New Orleans was legit. And they proved that again. Yeah. Of course, they didn't win by a ton. But I, I knew, I felt like, yeah, dude, they're going to go in there and they're going to win. That's why I didn't think it was much of a dog. But it ended up being closer than, I mean, they, they, barely, they barely won, but they won. Uh, Buffalo, good lord, dude! I, I did not take into account the quarterback situation. They just got blown out by a one in five cold squad. I mean, just yeah. Marlon Mack, dude. Marlon Mack freaking killed that that defense. Yeah, he had a great day. You're a fantasy guy. Pick up Marlon Mack. Pick up Nick Chubb. Yeah, if those, you guys are fantasy, you probably, better pick up those dudes right now. Probably not available <laughs> if if you're in a good league. Definitely not available. But Marlon Mack might be available. Chuck, yeah, he, he we'll might see. be. Anyway, the point is, is I completely blew it on the Buffalo pick. So. All right, so this week we got five more new games. Um, easy street here, hopefully, but I don't feel as good about these games as I did last week. Usually I'll look through them and a couple will just really jump out at me. I had to do some digging. So we'll start um, going against my, my trend of the double-digit favorite. I'm going to take New England. Minus 14 versus Buffalo. I'm with you. I I, I don't think that Buffalo is going to be able to keep it close. New and that's Engl- in New England, right? New it's England, in Foxborough. New England's loaded. Yeah. Um, they're playing great. That offense is, is really, really rolling right now. Um, so I think that they're going to cover 14 points. All right, next. Dog of the week. Give me Miami plus 7.5 at Houston on Thursday night. Mm-hmm tough game but it it's tough to take underdogs i'll take miami i think i think houston wins uh by a touchdown so I, th- I think that hook will, will will hook it up well since you're on the dog of the week uh who did i take the jets again no your dog of the week was i think it was the jets who's Jets got the jets are playing I took the Jets. At the Bears. Yeah, yeah, you take the Jets. You got the Jets. How many are they seven getting? Seven points. They're getting seven points. And is that at home or on the world? They're at, in Chicago. 
Yeah, take yeah, yeah. While you while you take Miami seven and a half points against Houston, I'll take the Jets at Chicago. I think Chicago is going to come back down to earth here soon, and this might be a good a good game to do it. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. Um, all right, so next game will be Cincinnati versus Tampa Bay. Minus four, Cincinnati's at home. Their favorite. I'm going to stay with the Bengals. Hopefully, they'll cover. All right, last two here. Detroit minus three versus Seattle. Um, Seattle's got to go cross country. Um, Detroit at home in the dome. Matt Stafford. You know, I think Detroit wins by four points. So. And you can run on Seattle. If you watched Kerryon Johnson run the ball last week, he ran pretty hard. So we'll see what happens there. And lastly, um, I'll take Indianapolis on the road at Oakland. Sell it out. Oakland's just, we don't let me going to bust it all up. I like the fact that Indy's on the road because it drives the line down. If Indy was at home, they'd be they'd probably favored by a touchdown. But they're on the road, so they only have to win by three and a half points. So I'll take Indy minus three versus Oakland. Uh, those are my five games. New England minus 14. Miami plus seven and a half on Thursday night. Cincy minus four versus Tampa Bay. Detroit minus three versus Seattle. And finally, Indianapolis minus three at Oakland. You know what Oakland needs to do? They just need to go ahead and say, listen, Jacksonville, y'all want Derek Carr? You might as well just get rid of him, too. Yeah, that would be awesome. Because Blake Bortles is, I mean, got bentses last week. So what does that look like? You know, there's the Jacksonville Jaguars are like, man, are we going to make playoffs? <laughs> playoffs. Who, who thought that they'd be in this situation right now, especially after last year? But all right, so those are the five picks. Yeah, man. Go ahead and call your bookie. Do it. And uh, with that being said, it's been a great week. Uh, talking Rams football, great to be in the same room again, which I'm going to stop saying that after this week. I, I'm finally you know, feeling comfortable doing that now. Um, but we appreciate you guys taking the time just to listen, whether you're listening to us on the, you know, in your car on the way home from work or you're at your house just chilling, wherever you are. The fact that you're taking the time to listen to us, it means a lot. Even if we don't ever <laughs> hear from, you know, you guys, it's, it doesn't matter. We're, we're Rams family. We love our team and it's an exciting time to be a Rams fan. And we, we, like I said, we appreciate you guys listening to us. So yeah, hit us up. Follow us on Twitter at Rampage Radio Pod. Uh, hit Rams Talk at Talk Rams. Make sure you go subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. And have a great week. Go Rams and stay bad and stay booch. Deuces. Thank you for listening to Rampage Radio Podcast. Where else does history hang from the rafters? Jalen Brown throws it down. Where else is your own city? Home to your biggest rival. The battle of LA is real, people. And 30 feet is still in range. Hurry, action. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? Where else is history still in the making? Oh, my goodness. Where else? The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. The NBA is back. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? And 30 feet is still in range. Where else is history still in the making? The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. For the ones who know that a little late is always too late, and that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. And our KeepStock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com/slash KeepStock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done.